philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to the show today. I'm recording the podcast with my friend Diane because she's amazing and I want you guys to know it too. <laughs> I've just, I allow myself to be led by the spirit. And in this instance, it called for a song. Diane, you are absolutely fabulous. Love you to bits. Please let the people know who you are and what you're about. Oh my goodness. Oh, the layers of who I am. I'm Diane Hoberson Smith. I am in my fifties, happy mother of two sons on my third marriage. Um, I am a business owner. I believe in the power of writing. And I have a company called The Right to Feel where I design journals for high times, low times, in between times. I think it's really important that we um, write our intention of how we want to get through things. So most of my journals I've personally experienced. So I have a journal for rape and domestic violence. I have a journal for loss of a child. Um, and then we have to get into women's empowerment and just feeling great in the skin that we're in and just our daily gratitude. So I believe that we need to taste our words before we spit them out. I think words are extremely important. And if we see it in writing, it just makes it that much more powerful. And so I decided to take the power of the word and create a t-shirt business right next to that and uh so now i'm designing t-shirts i I love i love i love this so just to give everyone a taste um you and i are just random facebook friends i don't even know if we have like any people in common i have no idea i have no idea how 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 we met i really don't know how we connected but we did i have no idea instant it was just like, this woman is dope. I love it. Cause so everyone, by the way, I'm going to pop this in the show notes. You have to connect with Diane on Facebook because thank you, thank you. every now and then she'll just hop on with this beautiful, lovely energy and just spit the fucking truth. And it's amazing. And it's polarizing, <laughs> but fuck those of you that don't get it. And um, I was like, I love this woman. And I, I was in New York the beginning of last year. Yeah, Yeah, last January and uh, invited Diane to come along to one of my events and we got to to meet in person and hug and it was absolutely great and amazing and uh, the friendship just grown from there I've personally enjoyed one of the fabulous journals and we're going to give you guys the opportunity to get hold of those and um, yeah we catch up as often as as we just catch up don't we whenever we catch up and this time I was like oh my goodness we need to have you on Oh my God, I'm honored. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just, how open are you to talking a bit more about some of your story? Because you you mentioned that the journals do speak to experiences that you've been through yourself and how writing has actually supported you in, in growing through those situations and overcoming them. Uh, How deep do you want to go right now about that? book I have nothing to hide um my journey is is pretty amazing there's a lot of sad times but um journaling really is a lifesaver to me I I wrote through 
all of it. So um, the rape happened when I was 15. I was a freshman in high school and um, and it was brutal. And uh, I was told that I wasn't going to have kids because of the damage. And um, but I did. But that yes, brings me to my next journal, though, which is a loss of a child because my firstborn didn't survive. So um, it was kind of like here, give and take it the way. And I, and I didn't understand it and uh, became suicidal. Um, so I have a journal for that as well. Cause it was, it was just one of the most unfair things I think I've ever felt. Um, I, I could go through another rape instead of losing a child that, that pain of losing my firstborn was, was the most life-changing pain I think I've ever gone through in my entire life. And it still is the hardest pain I've ever been through. Hmm. I mean, I've a dear friend of mine, like one of my closest friends in the world had a, had a, a miscarriage also, but it was really, she took it really, really hard as well. And I think, I've had another friend of mine who did, but we, we grew up together, but we've not been as close over the years. But Sarah, I've been her friend before, during and after. Yeah. So it's, I've been a part of her, her journey and it's been, it's been really eye-opening for me because I've, I, I, I know other people in my life who've also lost a child, but I've never seen it this up, this, up this close. close. I've, I've never really seen it this up close as in, being one of the people that actually is holding space for her. And, um, and it was, it was, it was, it was then it was really brought home for me how, how making life, mm. get to see that life through having yes. those memories, it's conversations I've had with her. It's like, yeah, she decided name and, already had yes. seen the first birthday party and all this stuff, all these memories that have been experienced, but weren't going to be experienced. And so I, I have a newfound, I don't know the best way to say it. It's not, it's deeper than respect. It's just an honoring for women who are going through that. And I understand now the concept of it not being understood because I realized I didn't really get it before. It's like, oh yeah, you go to the hospital, you go to see them afterwards and you bring some flowers and you pat on the head. But it's really, the situation calls for so much more than that because so much more. It, it's, 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 so I personally do, do my best now to spread a lot more awareness about, especially people who've been through it multiple times. Yes. Um, She's blessed to have you because it's, it, it's, it's, well, it threw me into suicidal thoughts. Mm. I just wanted to be with them. Um, I, I wanted to have that life with him, and mm. uh, and I couldn't. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's it's it is. As soon as you find out, you you start planning. It becomes exciting and and new. And then as, as soon as you start feeling the movements, it's it's life. And to have that mm. robbed, you, you, you've just been robbed. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, um, but it felt like a robbery. I don't think there's a wrong and a right. I think it's just it's just what it feels like. And I think the fact that you've not only transcended the experience, you've gone on to raise two fabulous young men. 
And now you've allowed that experience to create and be a service to others to support them and to create the journal and other, and being the example of there is still life that can go on afterwards. And it's not about forgetting, it's about honoring, but still living yourself too. And living through it. That's beautiful. Thank um, you. Well, it was, I I was called to pay it forward. I I knew I wasn't the only one. Um, I survived it. I survived the suicide attempts. I survived that. And, and looking in the mirror, I couldn't just keep it to myself. And there had to be a way for me to reach out to other women and say, you're not alone. And that's where the journal comes in is you're just not alone. And, um, and whether it's a miscarriage or stillborn, or you had the pleasure of raising your child and they they pass before you. It's all a tremendous loss. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're pregnant for five minutes or raised a 50-year-old. This is your child. And and it's 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 the darkest pain. And I needed to Hey, this is how I, this is how I manage. Not got through it because you never get over it, but this is how I manage. This was my healing tool and, and here it is. So that I, I was, I, I was called to do it. And the same thing for rape and, and the same thing for domestic violence. So as long as, you know, or, as, long as you're not defined by it, um, that's you what I was going to say, the definition. It out of this. Mm-hmm. You can change the narrative. I, suppose, I was going to say, when you're putting pen to paper, you're allowing it to become a narrative. And as you hold the pen, fig- yes. physically, it can be a figurative writing. And, and it's not about pretending something didn't happen. It's not about changing the details. It's about changing the connection and the emotional charge of it and allowing it to be something that makes you stronger. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. The maybe not the person you were, but maybe the person you wanted to be through it. And now you can be that person going through it, living through the memories. It all changes now when you change the narrative. And my son and I talk about it Mm. and, and he he has an interesting perspective of it. And I never really gave it thought until he mentioned it. He goes, well, mom, he goes, did you survive a rape? Or are you a survivor of a rape? Because they're two different things. I was like, oh, I said, interesting. I said, well, tell me that in your perspective. Yeah, yeah I'd love to hear this, but Tell me the differences of this. Mm. And he said, well, you know, you survived a rape. I said, yes. And he goes, think of the power in that. You stepped through it. You hopped over the puddle. If you're a survivor, you're still kind of, in it you're still ah. in the moment he goes so did you survive or are you a survivor oh well i want to survive it and he goes exactly <laughs> and i never thought of it so when you have discussions and talk about it and, and allow it to be part of a conversation and a dialogue it's interesting people's perceptions and people's it, it's I grew, I think, 10 years from that conversation. Hmm. Do you know what it, it, this brings me to? It's uh, an idea that um, 
Eckhart Tolle speaks about in the power of now, but it didn't really quite click in until another one of my teachers, Dr. Joe Dispenza framed it in a different way. It's the, the power of becoming the observer and how to get there. So Eckhart Tolle in the power of now, have you yes. read the book? Power of now? I have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have um, <laughs> yeah. As you know, he talks a lot about <laughs> yes. being in the now and all this stuff. And actually my beyond intention paradigm part and parcel of the reason why I created it was to be able to access the now because I, I read that book and I was like, this is great, but how do you do it? That's all very well and good, all this poetry, but how yeah. do you actually do it? And it's like, yes, just in the present moment. Don't think about it. Just let the sound pass through you. So I do the audio book once a year. So that's my very bad Eckhart Tolle impression. <laughs> but, um, I was impressed. <laughs> but I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't really quite. And then, then Dr. Joe Dispenza says a line, he says, well, think about what you're thinking about. And when you think about what you're thinking about, you automatically separate yourself from the thing because in order to see it, to think about it, you have to be separate. There's now, instead of there just being clumped together, you within this, this charged pattern of thought, there's a subject and an object. Right. And it, it really falls to me, that's what you're doing and you're empowering people to do by putting pen to paper. Yes. They're thinking about what they're thinking about. They're creating space to develop a consciously directed relationship to an experience. So able to, not dispassionately, but still in the heart, have a dialogue with something that's no longer locked inside of you, is in front of you to be seen and witnessed. And that's a really freaking powerful position to be in. Really, really powerful. It really is. When you have that bridge, you really are bridging the gap of time of, when and now and thinking of it and being the person I am now instead of when I was 15. It, it, the, the presence of now is, it's really extraordinary. It really mm-hmm. is. When you, and, and like what you said, separating yourself. It really is, um, mm-hmm. it is powerful. So mm-hmm. I'm glad your friend had you. That's, that was, um, I love it. yeah, it's going to make me cry, Dan. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I, another, another of my friends who she's really, really deep into to different levels of spiritual work. And she said that one of her teachers shared with her a perspective on this that sat with her because she had a few children, and then after having a few children in a very short period of time, then actually had a miscarriage. So it was like in reverse. She created everything oh. between one, two, think, and then, yeah. Oh. Well, check that yeah. out. But she had this perspective, and the perspective that she had was that... Um, Essentially, what happens is that the soul, the baby soul, for want of a better phrase, in some instances is a soul that had left Earth under disempowering terms and so reincarnates as a baby soul and passes through miscarriage 
by choice, therefore facilitating a succession for them to break um, the karmic connection to the way that they'd lost their life before. So it's almost like miscarriage facilitates closing a a cycle for a soul to be able to transcend and move on. When she told me that I've never, since I had that conversation with her, I've never shared it with anybody because um, the the conversation should come up again. But when she said that, that was so freaking profound for me because it's almost as though a mother who carries that burden is facilitating a soul transitioning. You're actually being of karmic service. Holy shit. Oh, am I allowed to curse? Oh, yeah, yeah. I fucking cuss all the time on my show. Don't worry about that. It's explicit. (laughs) Holy shit. I've never... right? I've never... I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Holy shit. There there was this light bulb that went off because if you think about it, if you're doing that level of karmic service, imagine the karmic benefit that's being allocated to you for carrying that for someone. You've actually carried that for a soul. You've facilitated a soul breaking a karmic cycle and being able to transcend and move on. I did. She did. Wow. Yeah. That was a really, really big one. And I suppose what what it what it also did as I sat with that was it allowed me to see all of those challenges that we experience in our lives that we don't even see what's happening at a karmic level. Like our limited perspective of consciousness, we don't see the full picture. We can we 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 couldn't even conceive of the ways that the challenges that we're going through are creating some kind of balance because the universe keeps itself in perfect balance. When you look at nature, everything is in perfect balance. And so there's no way that you can't be having that level of pain and there not be some level of good that's being balanced somewhere else in, in, in the universe. You're absolutely right. I just never... Huh. I'm glad we're down on the video so I can cry not in front of you. Huh. Well, Dan. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. one of the most... Yeah, when my friend shared that with me, I, I was just I sat there in disbelief. And just as you've spoken now, I was like, Wow. Yes, this is exactly it. And obviously, we didn't plan this. We didn't. We were just gonna gonna hop on today. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> now, now I'm in tears. This is I. <laughs> that was one of the most powerful things I've ever heard. Ever. Wow. So when I celebrate my David come September 5th, this will be a whole new celebration. But yeah, it just, I, th- I just think that calls for us to, yeah. And, and even and when we combine, oh my God. I suppose, different perspectives, and, and this might not be something that everyone's ready to sit with. I mean, my mum doesn't believe in past lives and reincarnation. She won't be able to sit with that. And I'm sure that there are listeners who aren't necessarily of that, um, of that, 
mindset and belief. But regardless of what our mindset and belief is, just just thinking about the underlying concept that we don't see the whole picture. Exactly. And then from that space, allowing ourselves to feel whatever we feel, to connect pen to paper, to allow it to be expressed, but to yep. do so not blaming, not from a position of guilt, not anger and frustration, but just expressing what's there, not Correct. beating ourselves up. And Correct. then the back of our mind remembering, this is what, how I feel now, but I don't know what blessing could be waiting for me off the back of this whether it's the blessing that comes directly or one that comes through the medium of blessing someone else like you. I'm sure that there are this is somebody blessing in the world me. right now. What you just gave well, me. I will make sure that my blessing. friend knows. She needs to know because this is going in my journal. Um, this is one of the most remarkable things I've ever heard. And he passed 23 years ago but it feels like today, but now hearing that, knowing that I, my body was used for greater good is, you feel less robbed. <laughs> you, huh. When you bring the greater good into it, and if I could be a servant of the greater good, mm you really kind of cry in a different way. This is pretty remarkable. Mm. Whoever told you that, just say thank you. Mm. Cause- uh, I will do. I, I have to speak to them today anyway, so I'll, I'll make sure they know. That was- um, hmm. sure know. Cause I think huh. so many people as well don't necessarily give themselves credit as well. I love the way that your son framed it. It's like, you're not a survivor of, you have survived it. And it's a simple switch in perspective in the moment that allows you to transition out. Because even if in that moment or leading up to that moment, you had been a survivor of, in that moment, you made the stand that, no, I have survived it and therefore transcended it. And then it becomes something that empowers you and makes you stronger. Then when you start to layer in, the great, the, the the wider perspective that we may not see, and then yep. allow, allow ourselves to feel it, express it. And now, bringing what you just said, you know, I, I couldn't have children because of the rape. Then I had mm. the death of my son. So the conversation I had with my son surviving instead of being a survivor, and now. Being the being the capsule that released something. It's it. This is it's a good day to be me. Is all I have to say. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is a very. It's a good day to be you. It's a good day to be me. <laughs> this is. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow! This is amazing. Wow. Okay. On that note, next. <laughs> Where do we go from there? <laughs> I mean, really and truly. <laughs> I don't know where we go from there. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about t-shirts. <laughs> let's oh talk about t-shirts. Pull my eyes out over here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling such joy, and it's really just a warm feeling over me, and it's not the fever. Oh my gosh! Wow. 
All right, just give me a second mm. to collect. Yeah. This was a lot. Wasn't this a lot? Dan, aren't you This feel- was a lot. Aren't you feeling just revived? I'm just feeling such I'm a I'm feeling really right light. Now. What was that? And I'm even thinking back to the nudge. I don't even know. I just happened to be on in, on Facebook that day, the other the other day when I caught your live the other day, and I was like, oh, I love this, and I was just enjoying it. It's like, oh my god! And then I had the spark. Oh my god! We haven't had Diane on the show, and now here we are, <sighs> bringing you a new perspective on something which I'm sure is going to touch somebody else too. Completely, Dan. It's. Really just... Because I had no idea about this. I did not... 20 minutes ago, if I can take just a a snapshot of me 20 minutes ago to now, it's... This is really remarkable. It's not a loss, and I didn't have a loss. Nope. It was not a loss at all. Nope. It was a gift. It was a gift. Huh. Can I make that into a shirt? <laughs> Holy cow. Of course. You can make whatever you want into a shirt. No, I'm not going to make that. No, this is too personal. Wow. But I think, I think I need to redo the loss of a child because this is a very, um, this does remove guilt and it removes the the complete sadness of it 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 doesn't replace it doesn't remove missing him or thinking mm-hmm. what he could have been but he he's something awesome mm-hmm. but it really does putting on that lens huh wow well, this was remarkable. Wow. Am I supposed to be answering your question now? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is, I this really is just in real. my head I mean, right now. This is Dan. Wow. <laughs> no, but one of the things I love about this is just having these organic connections that I, I never plan these. I don't do pre-questions and all of that. No, we just we just see where it goes and we just allow ourselves to be conduits for whatever's going to be of service to the people that are going to hear this. Well, and I really dig that because I'm not much of a planner. (laughs) I'm not one who runs with a script. (laughs) Kind of ride with me. I just, that just, it's how I really live my life. So this, this is dope. I, I dig this. And I'm glad you saw the live the other day. Still being punished, still being slapped for that one. But yes, me too. <laughs> I just think people need to them. Mate, do you know what it is? They will probably they'll probably vicariously live with, with spaghetti. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad you got that book. And right now, I got to tell you, I I am mm-hmm. going to redo the loss of a child because of this new eye-opening, heart-bursting moment. This, that journal needs to be redone. 
that journal definitely needs to be redone. Wow. Yeah. After this conversation, yeah, you can let her know she's motivating uh, a redo on the journal. Yeah. Because even the ty- even the 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 cover of that journal, loss of a child, too soon to say goodbye. Um, I've got footprints. I've got, you know, pink and blue footprints literally coming down from the skies into our world and then going back out. And I never connected why I drew it that way until just mm-hmm. now. Until, until oh this very moment. My goodness. I did not think of why I designed that cover the way you I pre-empt- did. You preempted it. I designed my journals. I designed, I designed oh the covers. Um, cause I think the one that you got was what sunny side up with my peace sign egg. <laughs> I've got sunny side up. Yeah. You got sunny yeah. Side up. <laughs> so it's the egg. I got the sunny side, side up. Yeah. But my, my loss of a child. Yeah. Though, with the peace side. Yeah. With the peace side. So my, my loss of a child is yeah. different, but I never, not once have I ever questioned that cover. It just always, when I drew it out and I, and I had it done. Never realized, never realized, but now it all makes sense why I have the footprints coming in and then I have the footprints going out. It's exactly what your friend said. It was a temporary mm-hmm. stop for me. I was just, I was, I was just a vessel and, and wow. Huh? Not, not just a vessel. You were a vessel. Don't even... Minimize it and say that's true. I was the vessel, she was the vessel. Wow, okay. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change the cover because that cover now means more than anything else. Wow, yeah, huh? Wow, Dan. Alrighty, what now? What? What are we tackling now? Now that we got that world peace, my world peace settled. <laughs> I think that feels really. You know what? That actually feels like that's what we're here to do today. Oh my gosh! It really feels like this is what we're here to do today because I had no idea that this was where this was going to go today. I was what just planning to just introduce people to you, get people to connect with you, and we're going to put something stuff in the show notes for them to, to connect with you and, and grab. And I think maybe there's space for anybody who's facing these challenges to connect with you and just have someone to give them a different perspective and to, to guide them through how the power of writing and having a different perspective on things can support their healing. Yes, definitely pen to paper. Definitely changing the narrative. It really, and, and speaking also, I mean, when you stop and write, you are tasting every word that's coming out. And it's important that we taste the words. It's important, mm-hmm. um, whether we're tasting the anger, or the bitterness, the happy, the joy, the abundant, it's important that we taste it. And, and um, words, are, words are the most loving, and devastating thing all at the same time. My mouth is definitely one of my biggest weapons. And mm. ever since I stopped and thought about tasting my words before. Your word they- is your wonder, what is a weapon? 
it, my, my math is definitely a weapon. Um, and when I started really just stopping and thinking and, and I'm a, I'm a visual learner. I'm a, I'm a touchy feely person. I need to touch and feel everything. So once I started stopping myself and remembering, um, you know, the lip gloss I gave to you, I know you don't wear it, but, um, <laughs> do you remember? I gave you the lip yes. gloss. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. I had to come out with that lip balm because I needed something to stop me in my track. And that lip balm does it for me. It's one of my best things I can uh, give myself is stopping and putting something on my mouth to make sure it's going to be sweet and kind and uplifting. So that's why every yeah. journal comes with the lip balm because we have to stop and mm. think. And for me, the way I learn, the type of learner I am, I need, I need an activity to go with it. I need to, I need something physical to hut, touch, hold. So the, the lip balm is very important in my packaging. <laughs> I know you didn't appreciate it, but that's all right. I think your girlfriend did. So, no, I did um, appreciate the thoughts. I appreciated the thoughts. <laughs> but I think it's important that we stop and think about it because I don't want my I don't want my mouth to be the weapon. I really don't. So that lip balm stops me before I, I just start shooting people up <laughs> with, with just words and, and letting loose. Oh damn <laughs> Woo! as as happy and positive as I am, that's as vile as I can be. So that lip balm comes in more handy than anything else because I literally have it in my pocket just to stop me from getting pissed off. Like I could have gone up to that lady last <laughs> That was repulsive. But um, so, yeah, so there you have it. I hope people reach out, Dan. I would love to engage in... in yeah, I, I would like them to. And doing that. I just hope my, you know, if they check my profile out and see some of my videos, mm -hmm. you know, I do drop the F-bomb like it's nothing. So I do need people to understand that. <laughs> well, they are forewarned now. They are forewarned to expect the bombs of F. <laughs> I'm a fucking happy person. <laughs> I want to be a fucking inspiration. Oh, my gosh. But I really do. That's why I have my two. You are. I hope so. I hope. So what else can I do for you, Dan? I think you're the one who brought more light into my life than I did yours today. Goodness. What a talk. No, 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 no. You're an absolute joy. I'm, I always feel warmed up and gooey when we have our catch-ups. I really feel really good all the time. I love our catch-ups, Dan. I really do. They don't happen as often as I hope, but... Toddler that you are. I do need to go on one of your retreats, though. That would be a total blast. <laughs> that would be so fun. <laughs> do you know what? I've got, um, it's really funny. Everything's a bit up in the air of what's going to be happening this year because the one that was supposed to be in a couple of weeks, we basically had to cancel because nobody's allowed to really travel. Um, right. The one in June, we'll see if that's still going to happen. Um, but July should be fine. Should be fine from July onwards. 
All right, depending on when in India. July, because I need to send my son off to India. Uh, I'll need a retreat after that to tell you the truth. <laughs> the first, the first weekend. I think it's the first weekend in July, but then um, then we've got the south of France in August as well. There's there's plenty of. Oh, cool do you really? Yeah, got the south of France in August. That sounds divine. Yeah, we've got a lovely, lovely house. I'm just finalizing the chef, but we always have a really great chef and a house that's got private grounds and like a pool and stuff. So we always have a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds divine. Yeah, we always have Fabulous. a lot of fun. Yeah, yes, France I is going to be cool. Like I'm looking forward to one of your retreats. They look so... Oh... They're really cool, like intimate space. I don't have a lot of people deliberately. Um, the most I've ever had at one was seven, and that's only because a couple of people lived locally, and so they could come along. Oh, I but, love um, it. In the house, in the house, we've always got like a fixed number of people in the house. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, awesome. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure and a joy. Um, just want to double check people getting a hold of you. We're going to pop your links in the show notes. Are there any directives, audio, audio directives you want to give people to catching up with you and connecting with you? Oh, anybody can find me on Facebook, Diane Hoverson. Um, if you're interested in the journals, that would be at the right to feel. Yep. Brilliant. And for my t-shirts, which are just a lot of fun. Yes. Uh, that is at the right to wear. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> the right to <laughs> And we'll pop, we'll pop the links for that. Um, awesome. And it's, they're both W-R-I-T-E. Yes, I was going to say, write as in writing. Um, writing, yeah. W-R-I-T-E. Um, we'll get those in the show notes so people can connect with you. But it's been an absolute pleasure sharing this space with you today. Um, you made my day so much brighter. Thank you. Oh. Thank you for just making the world a bit brighter. Um, do you guys listening in, please do be sure to go and grab the journal. If there is anybody that you know who has faced any of these challenges that we've spoken about today, really, really encouraging you to connect with Diane. Um, and if the F-bombs are too much for you, then please find someone that you can connect with, but do go ahead and get one of these journals so that regardless of who you're connecting with in human form, you're connecting with yourself with pen and paper because they're really healing. Yeah. Um, as always, I invite you to uh, check out the Facebook group. You can get that with uh, dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. The community of dreamers is growing. Um, we've got another, I'm now doing a monthly challenge or masterclass. So be sure to uh, join the group and yeah, just connect with Diane enjoy her videos they are great fun and you'll, you'll learn why spaghetti is such a sore topic <laughs> i'm never eating it again <laughs> Diane, once again thank you so much it's, uh, just sending you so much love 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 you and uh, thank you for coming i love you too thanks dan Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan. Dan.